Welcome to Behavioral Health Today, a podcast brought to you by the Triad Network. This podcast is designed to share trending topics occurring within the world and our communities and bring them a behavioral and mental health perspective. Welcome to Behavioral Health Today, a Triad production. I'm your host, Dr. Graham Taylor. And with me today are Paul Fugosang and Caitlin Irwin. Both Paul and Caitlin join us from Open Path Psychotherapy Collective a nationwide nonprofit network of mental health professionals dedicated to providing in-office and online mental health care at a steeply reduced rate to clients in need. Paul is a founder and executive director for Open Path and is a licensed professional counselor with 26 years of experience working previously in both private practice and a community-based mental health reform. Caitlin is a program manager at Open Path and has her MA in clinical mental health counseling from Lenore Rain University. She has been with Open Path for eight years, and in her work there has helped break down barriers of access to mental health support. Today, we're talking about Open Path Psychotherapy Collective and serving the underserved. Paul, Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to have you both here. You guys are doing some really very interesting and very cool stuff with your collective, and I'm excited to be having our listeners understand a little bit more about it today. Paul, as a founder... What inspired you to create Open Path? In other words, what needs were you seeing and what vision did you have to create this? Yeah, there's sort of two things that I, that I tend to go back to on this question. And one is in 2005, I was doing my clinical internship in Boulder, Colorado at a counseling center, which was a place where someone had rented out a house with a bunch of bedrooms and converted them to clinician rooms. And they'd see people in there for very low fees. And I learned a few things in that experience. One is that we were all student interns. So we were, we were making all our mistakes on, on these folks who couldn't really afford to pay for people who had already made their mistakes. And the next thing I noticed is that a lot of the decor in these clinician rooms featured sort of old secondhand couches and freight carpets. And we were sort of treating underserved people like underserved people. And that didn't feel right either. And then the third thing is that the administration of this place, they were all spending most of their time and effort fundraising to keep the place going, which of course made sense. They were working really hard, doing really good work. So I started thinking, well, there's got to be a better way here. And then a few years down the road, when I started my own private practice and people started calling, asking if I could see them for a lower fee, if I had already had those slots filled, I had nowhere to send them. There was nowhere online. And all of a sudden it seemed like, wait a minute, with the internet, why isn't there a place online where people can go and find therapists who are willing to see people at a lower fee? So I think those two experiences together sort of ignited the spark and, and got my wheels turning about how we might meet that need. Really good. Really good. Caitlin, so you guys provide affordable in-office as well as online psychotherapy sessions. Expand upon this mission for Open Path. Yeah. So we are working with clients who are completely underinsured or uninsured and then underinsured. So maybe they have insurance, but they can't afford their deductible or copay, and they also can't afford market rates for therapy. So these folks don't have access to quality mental health clinicians. Mm -hmm. So we're basically creating a platform to where they can access all of these really well-qualified therapists who offer a huge variety of specialties. So, you know, clients of all different backgrounds can come and find what they personally need, which I think is really, really great. It is really great. I was kind of researching some things coming into this and as well as on your site, your site's so cool, but there's about, you were saying about 44 million people with some form of mental health concern. 
And about two thirds of those are not getting some of the help they need. And interestingly here, and this sounds like it ties in with what you guys are doing, about 45% of those not receiving some of the help site cost as being one of the barriers, don't they? Yeah, you, you know, I'll say here, the, those numbers, you know, take it for what they're worth. I think we probably got them from NAMI or some organization like that who had done the research. But, you know, those numbers are always tough to pin down, really. So we, we sort of hold those numbers with a light hand. What we do know is that there are scores and scores of people out there who could really benefit from psychotherapy, who would like to be in therapy and don't know how to get there because they don't have the cash in their pocket to do so. You bet. I think also, too, what I was appreciating about your site is that sometimes the the financial piece is a challenge, but also how does one connect with a therapist? That's not always an easy process. You know, how do you get to somebody? Who do you select? How do you know what they do? And I, I really like what you guys do in terms of laying out all of your therapists and their specialties and their own little narrative. Paul, you currently have about 17,000 therapists or so in your collective if I'm a practitioner and I want to work with Open Path, walk me through what kind of characteristics and what kind of qualifying process I would go through as a therapist to become a part of your program and your collective. Yeah, thanks for that question. It's it's really quite easy. And, and this is more Caitlin's area of expertise than mine at this point. So Caitlin, feel free to jump in. But a therapist will come to our website and go to the application page. And we try to make the process really as easy as possible. At this point, we accept people who are licensed or pre-licensed. And by pre-licensed, we mean that they may be working towards licensure, but they've finished their, their graduate degree. So the, the whole application process takes under 10 minutes. And can even be quicker than that if you already have your about me section written, which most therapists do because they have some web presence somewhere that they can copy and paste. So they do the application and they set up their profile all at the same time, submit it to us. Usually we're, Kayla, we're in touch in less than 24 hours in most cases, right? In most cases, yes. And we do the license verification on our end and then we get publish and suddenly you're on our site. One thing that we really tried to do was because there's no charge to the therapist at all for this, and the therapist is giving back to their community, we wanted to give back to the therapist. And one way we do that is we, we tried to make a really attractive profile page so that they'd be able to market their practice. Yeah, I really like that. You had talked about some of the incentives, kind of a, a batch of free incentives for the therapist coming in and doing this work. You know, it's kind of neat about this too. We know that in, in, in all of our ethics code, regardless of what professional focus you have, but in mental health, this idea of being able to give back at lower cost, whether it's pro bono or a sliding fee or an altered fee. And this really fits into that ethical, aspirational encouragement in our work. Not everybody does it, but when you can, it's really provides a great service. So these are licensed, typically private practice or group practice folks coming in. They're both online and in person. Kayla, anything you want to add to that that uh, Paul's saying? Yeah. I mean, we do try to make it as easy and attractive to therapists as possible because that just makes it easier for them. And, and like you're saying, you know, ethically, there is kind of this hope or expectation that therapists can provide some sliding scale slots. And I think what we're trying to do with Open Path is provide a structure to make that really easy for therapists. Because I know, you know, we talk to therapists every single day who they're not quite sure how to have those conversations with clients, how to negotiate a rate outside of their normal rates. And those are really tricky, delicate conversations. So we try to provide, you know, a platform that streamlines that for them and also some resources and tools to help them have conversations like that when they need really, to. Really good. So on the other side of that is the client looking for some services. They recognize there's a need. 
They also recognize there may be some financial limitations. Walk me through if I'm a client, how do I access a therapist through the various steps that you guys have in place? Yeah, so we have a tool on our website called Find a Therapist. And it's basically just a search tool where all of the profiles are listed. We have taken lots of feedback over the years about how to make that as easy and accessible to clients as possible. And so we have a variety of ways to search for therapists. First of all, of course, is location, whether it's, you know, someone in person you want to see, or if it's online, you can search within your state. So that's usually the first place people look. And then from there, we have a lot more specific filters like specialty, you know, ranges from depression, anxiety, addiction, all kinds of things listed there. And then we also have treatment orientation, modality, language. If you're seeking a therapist who speaks Spanish, we want to be able to provide that. We also have a filter for race and ethnicity. So if a client of color wants to work with a therapist of color, they absolutely should have that right. And so we try to make that as easy for them to find that therapist as possible. So people are going to search that, find the therapists or a list of therapists that they're interested in. They can read those profiles. They can email therapists directly through their profile to check in, ask a few general questions. You know, the goal is to find the best fit therapist, right? So they can use that for that. And then once they have decided who they want to work with, they'll submit a pretty brief application, which is what our staff reviews just to make sure they meet those eligibility requirements. There is a one-time lifetime $59 membership fee that they will pay at that time. They'll never pay that again. And then once all that is good to go, they will connect with that therapist and set up sessions, figure out the rate within the $30 to $60 range. And they'll move forward like any other private pay client. We will never ask therapists for any client information. You know, once once they're working together, they're working together. And we're not involved. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back after word from our sponsor. Nearly 9 in 10 registered voters believe the nation faces a mental health crisis, according to a new USA Today Suffolk University poll. Americans are more concerned than ever about their mental health. Mental Health First Aid provides the resources and training to identify, understand, and respond to signs of mental health and substance use challenges. It provides the confidence and skills needed to offer life-saving assistance, and it provides peace of mind. Our experts provide mental health first aid training for adults, teens, caregivers, veterans, law enforcement, EMS, and school faculty. Mental health concerns are on the rise, but evidence-based training through mental health first aid can make a difference. Visit mentalhealthfirstaid.org to find a course near you or email hello at mentalhealthfirstaid.org to schedule a training. Courses are available for individuals, groups, organizations, and companies of all sizes. Visit mentalhealthfirstaid.org and make a difference in your community. That's a very thorough matching process that someone gets to be a part of and maybe uh, as they're researching and seeing what's going to be the best fit. I think a lot of times when we're you know, looking to refer patients maybe to a colleague or people are looking for someone to see, we're really thinking about goodness of fit, aren't we? And in this case, you're talking about the clients looking for somebody, really getting to kind of look down through the various descriptions of what people do, their, their therapeutic approach, maybe areas of specialty. What a nice matching process that they get to go through to kind of determine maybe at a time, what's going to be the best fit for me. 
Paul, any thoughts on that matching process? This is a pretty neat process you put into place. Yeah, you know, I often equate finding a therapist to dating. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to go on some not so great dates before you sure. find the one. And I, I think what we really wanted to do was create something where the client would be able to get a gut reaction uh, to each clinician that they see and sort of make up their mind based on that. You know, there's only so much you can communicate two-dimensionally through a screen. So what we do do is that if it's not the right fit, the client comes back to us and says, hey, this isn't the right fit. I'd like to find another therapist and we match them with somebody else. And again, we're not really doing the matching. They're doing the selecting and we're facilitating. Really good. So you guys launched in 2013. And my understanding, you guys have matched thus far about 85,000 clients. And this is a nationwide program. So this is, a, this is across the nation, isn't it? And in Canada, yeah. Oh, and in Canada too. Mm -hmm. Outstanding, outstanding. So you got a new program, it sounds like, something in the healing arts. I'd love to hear more about that, this collective in the healing arts. And I know you guys think about wellness with kind of a holistic view. Walk us through this new program and the excitement you guys have around this and multiple disciplines coming into uh, to be part of your collective. Sure. Well, you know, we are, as, as clinicians, we are, of course, very, very interested in the mind-body connection. And we realized that so much of the healing potential of psychotherapy is not only located in the brain, but certainly in the body. And we recognize the importance of working with the body in terms of developing deeper relationships with ourselves and others. So it was always sort of a dream of mine to, to create something more expansive than just the psychotherapy collective. A good friend came by and said that she wanted to help me build it. So right now we are building a collective which works almost identically to the open path model. And there are five disciplines in there. We have acupuncture, coaching, massage therapy, nutrition, and yoga. And right now we have over a thousand practitioners around the country in those disciplines and we're adding more and more every day. So this is a real new program for us and we're really excited about building it up and hopefully making it as popular as open path has become. Really good. How are folks finding out about Open Path if I'm a clinician? How are they finding out about, you know, the new massage therapist, acupuncturist? Well, how do people find out about you guys? Well, you know, we don't have the same kind of marketing budget that these large tech mental health companies have, these for-profit right. companies that can afford to spend millions per quarter on marketing. We're, we, we don't, we're not equipped in that way as a nonprofit organization who's not trying to squeeze every last penny that we can out of the client. So, you know, we have a very boots on the ground approach to, to yes. marketing. A lot of it is done through social media where we have sound followings and a lot of it is done through word of mouth. And we've found that those two ways have been enormously successful in getting the word out to clients. It took a few years for that to get revved yeah, up. I'd imagine. Well, if it did, then the wheels were in motion. And then in terms of therapists, which is really our, our most dire need because available therapists are hard to come by these days. So we do spend some money on, on advertising for therapists, usually through Facebook and Instagram marketing. Really good. Caitlin, I know uh, you guys also offer some wellness courses, these easy to follow high quality courses that folks can go in and be a part of and learn more about their mental health. Give us a little bit of tour around those. Yeah, so our online education program, I think in itself is just really exciting. It's super accessible. It's $4.99 for folks to access literally every single course we offer. We have a lot of people who come to that program to access certain classes for court mandates like anger management or domestic violence or an alcohol and other drugs course. And in almost every single case, our classes are accepted in courts around the country so they can access that. 
there is a cost for a certificate of completion. It's so much lower than pretty much everything out there. The client or the student can access the courses from their phone or the computer. They don't have to pay to go to in-person classes. So it's just a much easier, better approach for a lot of people. We also have a version of this for our therapists. And if you're an open pot therapist, you actually get access to this for free. And you can give that access to any of your clients. They don't have to be open path clients so that they can also go through these courses and, you know, learn a little bit about anxiety or social media dependence or relationships 101. Like there's all kinds of good stuff there. You know, you guys talk about it and encourage from the practitioner side, and you guys highlight this idea that this is tapping into, you know, the therapist's altruistic side and encouraging them to aspirationally, again, kind of follow what our code saying. I think what most of our hearts are, but clearly you guys, as well as a, as a collective here are extremely generous and altruistic yourself and the things you guys are providing. That's, that's really nicely done guys. Really nicely done. It's kind of you to say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very clear, very clear. I'm curious as to uh, what kind of feedback do you hear? from your clients and your practitioners participating with your collective? What are people saying? You know, overall, it's remarkably positive. We send out a a request for anecdotal feedback once a year. Mm -hmm. We ask people to simply respond to an email and let us know how it went. Overall, the biggest complaint that we receive, which is worth noting here, if you have clinicians listening in, is that very often a client will reach out to a therapist and the therapist won't respond. And this is not only a problem with an open path, but it's a huge problem in the therapist community. Yes, um, yes. And uh, I know that as a clinician myself, that oftentimes if I'm full and I get a, a, an inquiry, I, I need to be ready to you know allocate five or 10 minutes to call this person back and give them referrals. And that's part of my job. I think a lot of therapists don't don't actually abide by that. So that's, that's our, our really our, our biggest complaint that we receive. After that, the feedback is overwhelmingly positive and it sort of makes us feel really, really good about coming into work every day because we get a lot of emails from people saying, you saved my life. I couldn't have done this if you guys weren't around. And uh, it's all very, very affirming. And, and it's really nice also to see, you know, hear from these clients who are working really hard on themselves and on their relationships and they're showing up to do the work. It's, it's really very sweet. I love that idea that people are interested and motivated and earnest in wanting to get started and be a part of something that's going to benefit their lives. But sometimes, like you both have said, that access or that financial barrier can make that very, very hard. You guys take into account both of those. And it sounds like really try to seamlessly create a path that's open for them to easily access these things, I think, in a very effective and and life-changing way. Kayla, what are some of the things maybe you've heard, both from practitioners and people that have gone through your program seeking services? Yeah. So I work with our staff, but I also talk to lots and lots of clients and therapists all the time. And I mean, it's very similar to what Paul just shared. The clients are often saying like, if I hadn't found you, I would not be accessing therapy. And, you know, in some cases they might not be here or they'd be in a really bad spot. And a lot of people have tried other outlets for online therapy or whatever. And they often just are still not that accessible or they're not getting the quality care that they really deserve. So, you know, we're hearing all these kinds of things and it's not going to work for every single person, but it works for the overwhelming amount of people that come to us. And just the gratitude that we hear on a daily basis is it's affirming like Paul said. Yeah. I like what Paul said. It makes it fun to come to work. 
to know that you guys are doing these things in such a, such a healing way. It's really good. Hey, for both those interested clients and therapists alike, give us some resources to learn more about Open Path, your collective, some of the services available, programs you're offering. How do folks get in touch with you? So they can go to our website. It's www.openpathcollective.org. We have a live chat option available. People can chat with us during regular business hours. They can contact us via email or phone. We try to be very available. You know, if we're not available in that moment, get back to people very quickly. But another thing worth mentioning for therapists out there that might be interested in joining, we have a referral program. So if they join Open Path and refer other colleagues to join Open Path, we are paying $50 for each therapist. So it's another way we can give back to our therapists, but also generate more therapists joining. We decided we wanted to take therapists out to dinner who referred to <laughs> That wasn't quite possible. We, <laughs> That's a nice idea. That's a nice idea. You know what I like about this? It kind of goes back and affirms what I was saying earlier that you guys really want to make this accessible to folks that are in need. And, and I think that's just a lovely mission in and of itself. But I also like that on the therapist side, you guys are not just incentivizing, but you know, kind of saying thank you in some very nice ways as well. And I think that's meaningful for people to be a part of what you guys are doing. And I think on both sides, there's a nice benefit. So nicely done on that. Thanks, and Graham, if I may, for, for those that are listening that are interested in Healing Arts Collective that I mentioned, yes. uh, that, that URL is healingarts.org. Healingarts.org, very good. We're going to put that up on our website as well for folks to have just in a visual way as well. Paul, Kaylin, I want to thank you both for what you're doing through your collective and what you're providing people in need of both the mental health component of it, but also with the sensitivity to the financial economic piece to it. This is a wonderful program. And uh, congratulations to you both and to the professionals working on this and your staff and what you've created. Congratulations, really nicely done. Thanks so thank much. You. Great to have you with us today. I also wanna thank you, our listeners, for joining Paul, Caitlin, and me. We always uh, love having you with us. Regarding our episode today, I wanna to remind you that it and its resources and all of our other podcasts can be found on our webpage at triadhq.com slash BHT. So check out our webpage, triadhq.com slash BHT, and explore our archive of podcasts and other resource materials. Thanks again for being with us on the show, and we'll look forward to having you back with us next time on Behavior Health Today. We appreciate all the support from our community, and if you like our show, one of the best ways you can support it is by giving us a five-star rating and leaving a review. Behavioral Health Today is a podcast part of the Tribe Network, all rights reserved.